Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Social Media Introvert. Today my guest is Im- Whoa, I would say Amanda. Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Wan? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, that's how you say it. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure. So tell everyone who you are, what you do, all those great things. So my name is Amanda. I'm 21 and I live in con- Canada. I can't even speak. Um, and basically I go to school full time and I also do YouTube and I've been creating content for YouTube for about three years now. So that's basically what I do. Wow, really? Three years? Yeah. Oh, I thought I would have thought maybe more because like you've grown like so fast. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, I had a channel before, but then I deleted that one and I restarted it three years ago. Oh, okay. Well, let's start. So basically how the show goes, um, I start off with like orchestrated YouTube questions that I ask everybody. And then I have some questions that I want to ask. And then we go to um, questions that were submitted. Then it's an open floor question, I mean, portion where you can ask me questions and that you want to ask. And then we wrap up. What got you into like social media and YouTube as a whole? Um, so honestly, I was watching like YouTube and everything since I was like 12, like all the time. And I was like, wow, I really want to do that. And I was always really into like already filming myself and my brother when we were younger, just doing random stuff. And that like kind of just made me started creating YouTube stuff. And ever since then, it's just been something I wanted to do. Um, what, like, did somebody inspire you to do that, do that? Or was it just you just having fun doing it? Well, someone that I watched a lot and like, I wanted to be like at the time was Andrea Russett. Mm-hmm. So I guess like she inspired me to start. So the thing about uh, Amanda's content, she does a variety of things from like story time, vlogs, uh, tips, uh, informational things. So she's like a, a huge variety channel. Was that like the original concept for your channel when you started or was it like a different direction? When I started, hmm, I wanted to kind of do like skits and stuff like that, but I realized that took way too much time than I had. Um, so I actually had like music video stuff on my channel at first like you know like when you make music videos to random songs i started with that and then i took those down because they were embarrassing and then other than that like i didn't really want to stick to only one certain type of video because i feel like that's hard and it's not something i want to do so i basically just do whatever i want yeah so i didn't have like a real direction it was just take a shot in the dark see what works yeah (laughs) basically (laughs) so um was that like the originally whoa that's not the right word was that was that originally your idea with your channel just to um i don't know in the beginning to like just do mainly just skits or was it just like well i want to start with skits and see if i can develop from there uh yeah so it's basically i wanted to start with it and see like what would happen with that and they were like doing well but i also didn't like doing it anymore like you know when you start doing something you think you like it then you don't so that's what happened and so then i just tried to figure out what else i like to do mm-hmm. so it just everything else just sparked from there cool cool oh we're done with the youtube questions already <laughs> <laughs> um okay so next topic outside of social media let's get to know the real life amanda so um as you mentioned before you go to college um How's that going? Yeah. What's that like? Well, so I actually just transferred from one degree program to another. So I started like yesterday, um, but it's been going well so far. I mean, it takes up a lot of my time also. So trying to balance like my YouTube stuff and 
my actual like outside life is like a little difficult so it's hard to find like a common ground um but so far it's going well i try to like really plan my time and know when i have to do things in order to do everything i want to do mm-hmm. what is, uh what's your major um right now i'm in communication and cultural studies uh, what was the was that the original major or was that the one you switched to? Oh, that's the one I switched to. I used to be in women's studies. Mm-hmm. What made you switch? Well, um, basically all of last year I was just sitting in classes and I was like, this is not what I want to be doing. Like I don't even know what I would do with that like for the, my life. Um, so I switched into something that would help me do what I want to do. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I feel like. I don't know, I feel like college is weird when it comes to like certain classes. It's like, well, is this going to benefit me in real life or is this going to be something I can just Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah. Also outside of, well, this is kind of social media-ish. Amanda also does photography. Um, it's on her Instagram page if you want to check it out. It's at it's Amanda Wan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, um, yeah. What got you into photography? Ooh, um, well, I like clothes a lot and I guess like I used it as a way to like show people's style at first and then I didn't really know what I like doing like I like doing landscapes and I like doing like portrait photos um and I, I don't know it was just it was something that started off as like a hobby and it was just for fun but now I just continue to do it would you do it like professionally like if the day came a celebrity's like hey you want to take pictures for my tour would you do it i would but i'd be really scared <laughs> why you're really like, good i don't know it's just i don't thanks i don't know sometimes i just doubt myself you know mm. but sure. i would do it i'd just be scared the whole time <laughs> i mean you totally have it in the bag so i feel like you can just knock it out the park <laughs> thanks um well this is well this is kind of random so also i think you mentioned in the beginning Amanda's from Canada um what is that like living in Canada I've always wondered well um we don't really make it on the news as much as the states but um I don't know it's it's really different um yeah like I don't know people think we live in igloos and stuff like that but we don't um (laughs) I mean it's it's also kind of similar to the states at the same time we all have like our political problems here too um but I mean, it's fun. It's safe sometimes. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But is, is it like always cold as they make it seem? Cold. Yeah. Is that what you asked? Mm-hmm. Um. Well, where I live, um, we had summer for like we have summer for like two months. That's when it's hot, and it's not even that hot. It's like I don't know if you guys use Fahrenheit, but we use Celsius here, so it's like twenty usually. Um. And then our winters are like really, really bad. Like it's already cold now. Jesus. So it's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, because everyone makes it seem like Canada's like, I don't know. People make it seem like Canada's like a foreign place from like America. It's like, yeah, I know. It's like similar in some ways. Let's talk about this one next. So, um, well, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure it's not like long distance anymore. But uh, I don't know. No, he's actually right behind me right now. Oh. <laughs> well, I was going to add, it's like, I have, like um, I've seen like a lot of your videos talking about like long distance relationships and things mm-hmm. like that. So um, I was just, like, just wanted to know, well, how did that work out um, at the time when it was long distance? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard. Uh, I mean, it, we're lucky that it wasn't like too far because like I actually have a friend that her boyfriend lives in like the UK and she lives in New York. So that like doesn't even make sense to me. But I mean, 
you have to have like a lot of trust in the person and you have to make time to like either like FaceTime them or call them and like make time for them to fit in your schedule too even though they're not like physically there so it's like it was difficult but in the end it worked so worked out well (laughs) yeah because I feel like a lot of people are scared to do long distance relationships because they I don't know if they don't feel like they'll have the connection you know yeah but I feel like now with like social media and everything it's more common like there's so many more people because they all meet online yeah and um I I honestly feel like like you said if you put in the time and the effort to kind of like really try to make it work it can really be like smooth sailing yeah exactly I want to go to this next sure so I have some questions that were submitted pull them up. So I have two questions. They both come from Chris. And his first first question is, if you could do one job every day forever, no days off, what would it be? Oh, Lord. Um, I honestly think I would be like a video editor because I already do it now and it's really fun and it's something that I enjoy and I don't even feel like I'm working when I do it for people. So I think I would I would be a video editor for the rest of my life. Do you like have an interest also in like cinema and like uh, cinema, cinema? Whoa, I can't say it. <laughs> Cinematography. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. I actually. So basically, in Quebec, it's really weird. So we have something called CJEP instead of like grade twelve, and you have to get like a diploma in there. And then after you go to college or university. So in CJEP, I basically studied cinema, and it was fun, but. I don't know. I feel like it's a lot bigger. And, like, I like editing for, like, smaller things right now. So, so like, instead of working in, like, uh, with, a, I guess, like, a bigger production, you prefer, like... Yeah, I'd rather work for, like, myself. Yeah. Um, His second question is, what are three goals you have in life right now? Um, One is to graduate university. Um, the second one is to travel more. And the third one is to just be happy all the time. I can feel that. Where would you travel to if you had a chance? <laughs> um, if I, like, didn't care about money or, like, needed time off or anything, I think, um, my main place I would really want to go to is Thailand right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it just looks beautiful and, Yeah. Have you traveled before anywhere else? Well, I've been to California a few times and New York and Florida. That's all I can remember. <laughs> I've never been really, like, really far yet. Mm. Gotcha. I mean, of course, traveling is, like, hell expensive, so I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Something else that Amanda does, uh, well, this is kind of social media. It's just not outside of social media. She started a podcast recently called Behind the Girl Balls. Um tell everyone about that uh so basically yeah i have a podcast called behind the girl boss and i basically made it because i want to talk about other girls who are either like have their own company doing their own thing and just like shed light upon the good and the bad of just like social media owning a business in general Mm -hmm. um i've only had like three episodes up so far but it's been fun um, it's kind of hard to find people to actually like talk to because everyone's busy all the time, but it's going well so far. Um, what made you want to start a podcast? Um, I've been listening to like a lot of different people's podcasts and I was like, 
I've always wanted to start it. Like I was talking about it for like a year, but I never like just did it. And then randomly I woke up and I was like, maybe I should start it. And then I started it. Yeah. How, do you, how do you like it so far? Are you enjoying it? Yeah, it's fun. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to like film with people that aren't next to me. Mm-hmm. Because like I have like a lot of people that I'd want to talk to that aren't like physically in the same area as me. Um, but it's been fun and I've met some cool people so far. Is it available on all platforms? It's available on Spotify and iTunes. Well, Apple Podcasts right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll need to find the link because I'll put it down below. If you're watching this on YouTube, the link to her podcast will be down below. Check it out. What? Whoa. <laughs> My brain just shut down for a second. <laughs> Is it kind of like trying to like understand like uh? I guess, like, a female's perspective of trying to have a business on social media, if I'm guessing. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, So I basically, like I said, I only have a few episodes up, but, like, one of them was talking to one of my friends who owns, like, her own skincare brand, and she was basically just speaking about the whole time, like, how she did it and how it's going and, like, the work behind it. Then I made a video, not a video, I made an episode um, about how to get sponsorships as, like, a smaller creator. So I guess it's like more like not only about like owning businesses, but like the whole like social. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Gotcha. That's good. Because I feel like what in terms of like both sections of like um, trying to like be a small creator and get yourself out there to like have your own business. It's nice to have like something to turn to in terms of like advice and, you know, tips and, you know, something to steer you in the right direction. And then also in the terms of, you know just like girl empowerment just like hey we work hard we put in a lot of work a lot of us don't get credit here's something to you know kind of shed some light on it which i really enjoyed and i like that concept what the podcast um i don't know where do you see it like going in terms of like let's say yes like do you think someday somehow you'll get like that one big like creator on there like really huge creator um i'm hoping to i mean i don't think i would ask them right now because i'd rather have like more episodes out so they can actually like see what it's about um but i think i would and that would be like that would be really cool Who'd i already be- have like a few people that i know i would say who would be like guest? <laughs> um i don't know if you know them but they're like both youtubers one of them is danielle carolyn and the other one's kenzie elizabeth they're both like kind of in the same boat as me they like do youtube except they do it full-time and they also go to school still so i think and they also have like some of their own like businesses and stuff so i think it would be cool to like talk to them and see like how they did everything yeah that would be an interesting episode like how to balance school and social media i mean youtube full-time yeah yeah speaking of which do you think it's like harder to kind of balance youtube and school at the same time um i think it is if you don't know how to do it like for myself i leave myself two days a week to do like only that stuff and then the rest is like for my school or and i also have a part-time job so i have to do that too um but i've at first it was really hard but i think i've learned to like how to time manage myself because sometimes I would feel like I didn't have time for like anything. And you have to like also factor in that you need time for yourself just to like relax and chill and not do anything work related at all. So I think it was hard at the beginning, but once you like 
know how to time manage, it gets better. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people, they just take the quick route of like, oh, I'm getting busy and too occupied. I'm just going to stop for a while and, you know, possibly quit. And it's like, you know, um, if you just kind of like, like you said, it's about time management. If you really just kind of... yeah put in that effort of like great let me set aside a couple of hours a day do this do that it's pretty simple you know because for me personally like doing like two jobs and trying to like do online classes it's like hell <laughs> so it's like yeah i can imagine <laughs> so it's like trying to find that common ground it's not easy but it's also possible just if anybody needs to hear that do it you can do it you can get through it let's go to open floor portion where you can ask me any question you can talk about any topic you want to talk about it's all up to you well you just said that you do two jobs and you're trying to do online classes and i know you do youtube videos and you're doing this how do you like how did you find the common ground to be able to do all of that well well for me it's kind of weird i had to like it kind of like build it up on its own if that makes sense so at first I started out okay. not doing school and only had one job. So that was like part time. So of course I had like all the time in the world to do whatever. And then I was like, well, I need more money. I'm struggling. I'm trying to like, you know, live a life. So <laughs> I got yeah. a second job. And then I kind of, so I like kind of built up from like adding more stuff to my plate in terms of like having to also balance so it was kind of like I, I don't know backwards for me I had to add stuff okay. to my schedule to make it work if that makes sense no that makes sense yeah because it's like um I don't know I went from having all the time to no time <laughs> so it's like yeah basically <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's like I just had to basically accommodate to adding more to my list of things to do yeah but I guess it's worth it in the end yeah. If you're happy and you're I, doing good. Yeah. I mean, that and that that's like a huge thing. If I wasn't like like physically happy doing all of this and trying to balance YouTube, I probably would just like stop at this point. Mm-hmm. But because yeah. it's something that I enjoy doing and something that I love, you know, something fun that I like doing, something that gives me a breather from normal life. <laughs> I'd rather do that and just make sense. Work. Yeah, for sure. Would you ever like want like this podcast or YouTube to be like your full-time job or that's not something you're interested in? Um, if it happens, I would totally love that. Um, I feel like in terms of YouTube, I would like that to be a full-time job, but at the same time, I also would like to, um, either have work in like theater or like film, you know, acting wise. Okay. And then for the podcast, yeah, it just kind of, go as long as it possibly can i feel like this podcast is gonna have an end some at some point sadly but you know i just gotta enjoy the ride for now what made you like start it um well i did a podcast in high school and okay. i kind of had that feeling of like wanting to do another one because the one i did in high school was just about like pop culture it was nothing like too fascinating okay <laughs> so um i was like well i want to do one that's so cool yeah, it's so cool. But I wanted to do one where I kind of talk to other creators so that um, people who, like, follow them online could know more about them, what they do, like, their mm-hmm. average, normal, everyday life. And kind of also, at the same time, learn more about 
people I watch and follow on the internet, you know? If you could, like, bring anyone, like, you asked me on the, on your podcast, who would it be? Like, bit creator-wise? Yeah. Um, let's see. I would probably say, I don't know if you know him, Trey Melvin? Yeah, I saw him at VidCon, actually. Oh, this year? I didn't meet him, but I saw him on the stage. No, last year. Um, I didn't go this year. But yeah, I would get him on. I think he'll be an interesting guest to have. Yeah, he's really cool. Mm-hmm. Any topic you want to bring up? You want to talk about? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think like yeah, I think you covered like a lot because we talked about like YouTube, podcast, school, everything that has to do with me. So next topic, um, I don't know, I try to ask every guest on that comes on here about, like, uh, social media in terms of, like, how it affects mental health, because I see a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. try to, uh, either balance their mental health with social media, or their, uh, mental health kind of isn't great because of social media, so I try to, like, get other creators' standpoint on some of these things. So my first question is... How do you think social media affects your mental health? If it does. Well, um, so I'm already like, um, have like, I basically experienced the depression and anxiety already before that. Um, so with this, I, that's a, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's obviously affected me in different ways, but I think like more so like I compare myself to a lot of people and I've learned to like, not do that as much but obviously like it still happens um so i feel like in that aspect it makes me like a little bit more insecure about myself because i just like compare myself to like almost every other female on like instagram or like youtube and anything and then like i feel like sometimes i have to like change things so in that aspect like it kind of takes a toll on my mental health in that way do you think that at some time social media can be I don't know in a way positive for some people's mental health I think so because for me like I'm watching YouTube like used to be like kind of like an escape for me if that makes any sense like I basically some people like literally bring them like bring you into like their lives and it just like makes me forget about things sometimes so I think like it could it is positive and there are like people who post about like mental health awareness or like more positive videos towards that so i think that helps too yeah i honestly think it's about finding a common ground in terms of social media Mm -hmm. and how how you allow it to affect you because if you kind of just focus on like the bad and the negative it can really you know take a toll on you and um yeah to see a lot of Cause I don't know, recently I feel like I've seen a lot of creators talk about like different mental health issues and videos and it's like really nice to see, you know, people kind of speak up about that. Cause yeah, I feel like beforehand mental health was such like a taboo, uh, taboo topic. People were like scared to talk about it. Yeah. Talk about it. To see like a lot of people like talking about their struggles and you know, how they kind of balance the stuff. Not only is it helpful mm-hmm. to like the viewers, but it's also helpful to other creators, you know? Yeah, for sure. It makes you feel like you're not alone and that like mm-hmm. even though some people make it seem like they have like the happiest life ever, like they don't always, so Yeah. So the makes think, them feel more normal. Yeah, because I always think that was kinda like the huge thing, like 
well, not that long ago, but, like, maybe, like, a couple years ago, so, like, social media was just like, oh, hey, let's try my hardest to see how happy I can look to everyone else. Yeah, exactly. But it's nice to see people opening up and really being, like, raw and honest about things. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, do you think that social media could possibly... I don't know, because social media, social media doesn't really tailor itself to help anyone's mental health at all. So do you think mm-hmm. that there is a way that social media could tailor itself to kind of, like, help people with their mental health, if that question makes sense? Hmm. I mean, I don't know how they would. I think there obviously could be, like, a way to do that. But, like, for example, like, on Twitter, like, you can mute things. So if people get triggered by certain things, like, you won't see it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, like, YouTube doesn't do much either. Like, I get, like, a lot of hate comments under certain videos. And, like, I don't really care about them anymore. But they're still there. And, like, they're not, like, randomly, like, they're not, like, deleted. Most of them are not even put in, like, spam or anything like that. So they're just, like, there. So I think, like, they have to do more. But I personally don't know how. I, I, I just feel like there's sometimes there's a way that you, that I feel like certain websites can like do things to I don't know I don't want to say protect people but in a way kind of like I don't want to say it well for now I'll just say protect um in a way to kind of like protect people from like uh just negative things I guess yeah but I, I know it's not possible because it's like well can't really dictate and control every single thing on the internet you know yeah yeah for sure it's hard i don't know i i, I just think that the internet's not meant to be like mental health friendly i mean it tries but it doesn't happen yeah yeah and i don't think it'll ever like get to that point being that a lot of people on internet on the internet are like probably 12 or younger and they're like starting social media and things <laughs> like that <laughs> um do you think that people starting at a younger age on social media, that if they don't have any, like, let's pretend they don't have, like, any mental health issues, and they start mm-hmm. TikTok, YouTube, or whatever, do you think that starting yeah. that stuff can get, can lead them to having mental health issues? I think, in a way, maybe it could, just because, like I said, like, a lot of people, like, could compare themselves to other people or feel like they're not good enough. But I think at the end of the day, anything can like really lead you to that. Like everyday life things can lead you to that. Like school can lead you to that. So I think it just like matters on the person and how they feel. But I think it definitely could lead them to that. It's difficult to say that if that's the only thing that yeah. would. It's basically just like how they interpret and uh, interpretate it basically. I don't know, because I always feel like the, like the younger generation, they're like so impressionable. So I um, mm-hmm. always felt like that, you know, if someone is going through like stuff at home or at school, and on top of that, they get online to see like even more stuff, like like negative yeah. things to them, it can really take a big toll on them at such a young age. And it's like, yeah, you know, for sure, being someone who's like dealt with bullying, it's like if I had to deal with bullying and side effects from the internet when I was younger, it would probably like so awful to deal with. Yeah. My last question in terms of this topic, besides doing just like videos about it, what do you think that other people mm-hmm. could do to kind of like help their subscribers or their followers kind of 
have more knowledge in terms of like how to um, take care of themselves and their mental health and you know if they need to get help how to get help what else what other resources mm-hmm. do you think uh, I guess influencers slash creators can do well I've made videos about it but other than that like I think like in the description of those type of videos like leaving like helplines is like resourceful too because sometimes people would just want to like talk to someone other than that i mean from being like distanced from them like not being able to actually be there i don't really know what they can really do other than that because you also don't want to like dig too deep into like a person because i've had people like message me about their problems and like yeah i want to help them but like sometimes it gets like a little stressful too because like i don't know what to say and i don't know if i'm saying the right thing and yeah a little difficult i'm actually kind of glad you brought that up because that could be like a kind of like a negative effect because like you don't want to add more mm-hmm. stress to someone else's problems yeah for sure i just like uh more creators should provide more resources if possible like in their uh, descriptions yeah. or like just on their social media pages things like that just to be more vocal about like hey here's me trying to help in some way so my next topic is questions about youtube well not like we did at first but like different youtube questions um okay so as a platform because you know you remember the whole like youtube shift of like oh you need a thousand subscribers and four hundred four thousand hours four thousand hours yeah yeah um, do you think that kind of made YouTube harder for smaller creators or did it make things, I don't know, balance for everyone in a way? I'm still not monetized because I don't have 4,000 hours of watch time. So it's definitely like, I, yeah, it's made it a little harder. But at the same time, for people that are like just starting out on people that are smaller, um, if they're doing it just to be able to get monetized to make money, like it won't work out. So I think in one way it's good so that they don't only focus on that but on the other hand like i think they did it after like the whole like logan paul thing to like i don't really know what their reasoning to it was but it was like right after that and it was supposed to like help make like it a more safer space but i don't really know how that made it a safer space because at the end of the day the person that was doing all those bad things is still getting yeah exactly so um yeah it's made it a little more difficult but I get where they're coming from, but I also don't. Yeah. Do you think in this day and age, it's pop like as a small creator, it's possible to reach that threshold? Um, I think so. Like I've seen like some people, um, reach it in like a smaller amount of time, but like they also have viral content. So, I guess like if you don't have any viral videos and you're just posting like that, it could be a little bit more difficult, but. I would say to not like not give up because you never know what can happen and you literally just need like one video to set you there i honestly feel like in this day and age a lot of people just try to go for that straight shot of like a viral video in order to like mm-hmm. grow overnight i mean yeah which is a great concept but it's like you have to like also kind of put in like the work to kind of build up to that moment you know yeah for sure if you go into youtube just wanting to like just be instantly famous you're going to be highly disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, a lot of, like, the people that I watch that are, like, pretty well-known now, it's taken them, like, six, seven years to get there. So, it takes time and work and patience. Mm-hmm. In terms of, like, the whole YouTube thing, smaller creators, 
I say you have to work twice as hard now. Because mm-hmm. um, it's like, it was already a challenge to grow on YouTube as is because there's so many people on the platform. Yeah. But now it's like a double challenge. Like, can you grow on this huge sea of people and do what we need you to do at the same time? Yeah. Smaller creators never really get the, they never get the long end of the stick. You know, we always get the short end. Yeah. Like, we're not as recognized. Like, we're just there. Which kind of goes to my next question. Uh, do you think YouTube can do something to kind of like help? I guess like either well yeah to like spotlight smaller creators to like help them like have more stuff to work with to help them grow or to get mm-hmm. some recognition yeah like um i don't know what it's called but i think it's like the create what is it called like the spotlight or the spotlight. creator of the week or something like that mm-hmm. like they have like a new creator each week that like they promote but they always say that it's like smaller people but like 90 percent of the people i've seen have like at least fifty thousand subscribers mm-hmm. so I feel like their view of a small creator is not the same view as like an actual small creator because for me like small creators are like 10,000 and under um but like I feel like they think it's like 100,000 and under or like even like 500,000 under so I think like um just like giving more like tools and more recognition to like small smaller creators would like be helpful but and like I noticed too, like sometimes like people that are subscribed to me say that my videos don't even pop up in their subscription box and stuff like that. So I don't really know what's going on right now with YouTube, but they they gotta fix stuff. Yeah, I honestly feel like that applies to like a lot of things. When I see like if I see like let's use like VidCon for example, um, they're like, mm-hmm. hey, let's um, we want like small channels to be on a panel, and whenever they pick people it's always like people who are like higher than 10k to have like someone lower than like 10k or 10k or lower than like 5k or whatever it would be like that great kind of like motivation for like other smaller like smaller channels in that same field a lot of people have a different view on like what is a small channel a small green yeah Mm -hmm. like everyone has their own different opinions on what small is to them Mm -hmm. to you what would you consider a small creator if we're gonna go by numbers i think probably like 10k and under because like you can't do like even on instagram like you can't like have the swipe up thing if you don't have 10k like you can't do certain features so i guess like that would be like for me i think i would say 10k and under but also as a small creator was it difficult for you to grow your channel oh yeah and it still really is like some days like i'll get like 10 subscribers randomly and then some days i'll lose like 10 randomly also so i think growing my channel has been like difficult and i feel like my views too like either like some videos will do really well and some will do really bad um so growing is hard and i don't know how to do it still but yeah it's hard. Yeah, I can I can relate to that. What do you think is a really efficient way to grow? Because I feel like a lot of people don't really, well, honestly, no one knows the most effective way to grow. But mm-hmm. to you, what would be your most efficient way? Um, I would say being consistent because in the summer, I posted like three videos a week, every single week at one point it stopped but um during that like i realized like a lot of more people were like subscribing to me and like watching my videos every week so i guess like being consistent and having like an actual schedule so people know when to like come back also i don't know a lot of people say that you have to like stick to a certain genre of genre i don't know if that's how you say it but like a certain like category of like videos so for example like if you do only college videos like you have to do that but if you do only gaming videos you have to do that but at the end of the day i feel like that's only like 
making your possibilities smaller of growing because you're only sticking to one certain thing and like for me like I post anything and everything I want and even though it's not like I haven't grown that much it's I've still seen like a change and I've grown like a little bit because of that so like if you just stick to one category I mean yeah you'll grow but you won't really have that widespread of like other yeah. potential subscribers. I know, I'm always curious to ask other like creators. Um, what do you think YouTube itself can do? Let's say website-wise, what do you think YouTube itself can do mm-hmm. to really promote fresh new faces? So I know how they have like a trending section. Then they have like your subscription section. Maybe like there should be like another section where like it promotes like different types of people. So like not necessarily like only smaller creators, but like. Um, kind of like separate it a bit so like have like lifestyle creators and have like different ones that you could subscribe to there and like have like gaming ones and like not necessarily have the most popular people on there I think that would be cool to like have a section where like you can see different creators and like different categories I feel like with something like that like it would have to like benefit people who I guess fall under the 10k under umbrella yeah because then that way I feel like it would be a more fair chance to like people who haven't reached that like higher mark yet because I honestly feel like YouTube doesn't really try their hardest to make things like more easier I don't think they do either yeah (laughs) they don't Mm -hmm. really try their hardest to really try to put like newer creators to the forefront I feel like they only do that when you like when they have like a viral video or they just happen to I don't know, grow overnight, I guess. Yeah, there are. Really, if YouTube really gave that, like, I guess that, that strong opportunity to really, like, push someone's career, a lot of people will be, like, taken off by now. And I guess my final small YouTuber thing is what advice would you give to someone who is a small YouTuber or consider or is considering starting YouTube? I would say, like, be consistent and be open and, like, don't put on, like, I feel like a lot of people try and put on a persona. And I think like just being raw and everything is much better because in the long run, if people like you for you, they'll continue like supporting you for you and it'll be much easier. And I think just organizing yourself and finding time to do everything will help you a lot too and not make you burn out. And to also not focus on what other people say about you because that's something that like I was really scared about at the beginning and I really cared about what other people would say if they found my channel and stuff like that so like not to care because at the end of the at the end of the day you're doing what you like and that's all that really matters if you're watching this on YouTube all of the man's information will be down below check her out follow her channel check her podcast all those great things um if you're listening on Spotify Apple Podcasts google play anchor make sure you subscribe follow that'd be great so yeah thank you amanda for being a guest thank you for having me um it was fun it was um any final words you want to say i guess just like if you are thinking about starting anything whether it be youtube instagram anything at all to just do it and have fun with it great advice that's it for me um thank you all for listening and as whoa what is with me in talking today (laughs) (laughs) um So as always, thank you all for listening, and I will see you all next time. Bye!